Welcome to 95 Mac Daily for Friday, January 26th, 2024. I'm your host, Chance Miller. We are sponsored this week by the We Got Your Mac podcast. Leading off today, Apple has announced a handful of major changes for the App Store in the European Union, starting with iOS 17.4, which is now available in developer beta testing. Apple is opening the iPhone up to what it calls alternative app marketplaces for the first time. This includes new APIs and developer tools that will enable developers to offer their iOS apps for download from alternative app marketplaces that aren't the App Store. This is essentially Apple opening up the iPhone to third-party app stores, and it comes ahead of the March 7th deadline for when Apple has to comply with the Digital Markets Act in the European Union. Apple explains that iPhone users will be able to download a new app store from a third party's website in order for that app store to then be used on the iPhone to install other apps, it'll have to go through Apple's approval process. Every app, regardless of where and how it is distributed, will have to meet notarization requirements. Through this process, apps will receive an installation key, go through a series of automated checks, and go through what Apple describes as a baseline human review. Apple says that notarization is checking for things like accuracy, functionality, safety, security, and privacy. To make their apps available on an alternative app marketplace, developers will need to contact the marketplace developer directly to receive a security token required for that alternative distribution. Then, using App Store Connect, developers will be able to add and remove marketplaces and select which apps they intend to distribute on which marketplace. So for example, a developer can choose to make their app available through one or multiple third-party app marketplaces and the App Store. They could also opt out of using the App Store entirely and distribute their app solely through a third-party marketplace. Apple will charge a 0% commission for apps distributed outside of the App Store, but there is a new core technology fee of €50 per annual install. For app marketplaces themselves, this charge applies immediately, and any app distributed through a third-party app marketplace has to pay the $0.50 per annual install fee after the first 1 million installations. So for an example, let's take Epic Games, who has already said that they plan to launch an Epic Store for iOS in the European Union later this year. Epic will have to submit the Epic Store to Apple for approval to operate as an alternative app marketplace. Once that process is completed, users can go to the Epic website and download the Epic Store app for their device. Then each app that's distributed through the Epic Store would have to go through the notarization process. Then users could download all of those alternative apps through the Epic Store. Again, all of this is included in iOS 17.4, which is now available to developer beta testers, but the ability to use third-party app stores is limited to the European Union. We are sponsored this week by We Got Your Mac. Who could forget those old Apple commercials, Mac versus PC? Those ads harken back to simpler times, but the debate continues to heat up across the enterprise, and it's getting more interesting than ever before. Some analysts even speculate that the Mac will be the dominant business endpoint by 2030. That's where We Got Your Mac comes in. 
a new podcast from SHI, We Got Your Mac is here to help business leaders navigate the fascinating, ever-changing world of the Mac in the workplace. From debunking security myths to attracting talent and overcoming adoption pains, you'll discover the ups and downs of delivering Mac at scale. New episodes stream every two weeks, featuring interviews with the experts at Apple, SHI, and from around the C-suite. So what are you waiting for? Make 2024 the year you put an end to the Mac versus PC question in your business. Go to wegotyourmac.com or search for We Got Your Mac wherever you get your podcasts today. My thanks again to We Got Your Mac for sponsoring 9to5Mac daily. Next up in the European Union, Apple has changes to web browsers. Apple is opening up the iPhone to allow third-party web browsers that use a different web engine than Safari. Up until now, Apple has required that third-party browsers such as Chrome use Apple's WebKit engine instead of their own custom browser engine. For instance, this means that Google Chrome on iOS will be able to use Google's Blink browser engine, which actually powers not only Chrome, but also all other Chromium-based browsers, including Microsoft Edge, Brave, and Opera. Also in the European Union, iOS 17.4 will prompt all iPhone users to choose a default web browser, something that's been available on iOS for years but was previously hidden in the Settings app. iOS 17.4 will show a list of the 12 most popular browsers in that country's app store and display that list in randomized order for every user the first time they open Safari after installing iOS 17.4. And finally today, while all of those changes are exclusive to the European Union, Apple does have one big change for the App Store coming worldwide. Apple is updating its App Store guidelines to relent on its long-standing ban on game streaming applications. This means that developers are now allowed to submit a single application that can contain a catalog of games where the game code is running off of a server. This will allow services like Xbox Cloud Gaming to finally release a native app for iPhone and iPad. Previously, Apple required developers submit a separate app for each game individually. Of course, these game streaming applications must still conform to the usual list of other App Store guidelines, but the path is now clear for them to exist on the App Store at all. To support the category of game streaming applications, Apple is also adding new capabilities to help enhance discovery of streaming games and other mini-apps like chatbots and plugins. They will also be able to support separate in-app purchases for the first time, such as a subscription to an individual chatbot. The big takeaway here, though, is that it means Xbox Cloud Gaming will finally be able to create a native app for iPhone and iPad after several years of only being available through the Safari web browser due to Apple's rules. We've got a whole bunch of more coverage about Apple's changes to the App Store and its ecosystem in the European Union at the link in the show notes below. That wraps up another episode and another week of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, if you like the show, please be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, where you can leave a rating and a review to help more people find the show. My thanks to the We Got Your Mac podcast for sponsoring 9to5Mac Daily this week. Sponsors like these help us keep making the show five days a week. You can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com. 
follow along with me on threads at Chance H. Miller. And we'll be back on Monday for a new week of Apple News. Thank you.